You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Denim Marketing. Um, Denim knows that marketing isn't one size fits all, so try them on for a comfortable fit. While creating spaces and places where people want to go out to eat, drink, and play is what today's guest does for a living. Talk about a fun job. (laughs) I think I'd like to trade places with her for a few days. So Edie Weintraub, founder and chief community builder of Terra Alma, is in studio today. Welcome to the show, Edie. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Well, let's just dive in, jump in, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I have been in commercial real estate specializing in retail specifically, which includes restaurants, boutiques, boutique fitness, entertainment, basically places where people want to gather and have a good time together for the last 20 years. Um, Started at a bigger firm here in Atlanta and moved on to a global firm and decided just a year and a half ago that it was about time for me to open my own firm. Um, We differentiate ourselves in that we are... um, very intentional with our clients, both uh, the restaurant owners, entertainment operators, but also on the landlord developer side and making sure that we offer a holistic picture to what we provide for them. We're very engaged with the local communities and and helping to ensure that uh, we're bringing them what they want to see in their neighborhoods. That's fantastic. Well, talk a little bit more about Terra Alma. Where did the name come from? You know, how many people work for you? You know, what are your favorite types of projects? Absolutely. So Terra Alma uh, was a name that I came up with. I am um, very humble. I do not want the company to be named after me because my hope is that it lives well beyond uh, my time there. But I wanted to um, infuse Terra, which is land, dirt, uh, grounded, which is Italian, and then Alma, which means soul in Spanish. I'm grateful to have met my husband over 25 years ago. And uh, when we first met, we traveled a very good deal. And it was so inspiring to see developments, retail, restaurants, um, everything that we work in around the world and Mm -hmm. to find the best components of that and bring it back. So Terra Alma, the name itself is inspired by multiple different countries, but bringing together the the best of uh, dirt and the experience on top of the dirt together. I love that. Yeah. Talk a little bit um, about your team. You know, how many people are on your team? Absolutely. No, we've been very grateful. We um, are now a team of five. Um, Coincidentally, all women. Uh, It's great to see more women and minorities in commercial real estate because it's, it's not looked that way for the, uh, the industry history. And I think having a team of women brings together unique aspects of retail in that oftentimes when you ask any of your friends, where are you going this weekend? Where do you go shopping? A lot of it is inspired by the women or the wives Mm -hmm. or the mothers. And so to have the team um, help shape the communities of the future is very exciting. Yeah. And what types of projects are your favorite to work on? Oh, great question. So um, 
Our team loves working on adaptive reuse, which is taking something that's already established and converting it into something new. So an example of that that many people would know about in the Atlanta market is Pont City Market. Mm-hmm. It's the old Sears Catalog Center. There's only 11 in the country, and it was transformed over a course of three years to be residential, office, retail, restaurant, shops. In addition to that, we love working in urban environments where, again, where people are walking, they're congregating, but then also in downtown, uh, there's a lot of communities throughout Metro Atlanta, which grew because of the rail lines throughout the state. And those are seeing a significant resurgence in restaurants and Mm -hmm. shops and, again, pulling the community together to get to, to congregate. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I think really that your job is just 24-7 fun. So, <laughs> well, you, know, you, you and I have talked about this a lot offline, but, you know, getting workers to go back to offices has really been a challenge. And it's in the news almost every day. I guess that's no surprise to any of our listeners. But what can, you know, building owners do to improve this or, you know, offices and, you know, office managers do to improve this? Absolutely. We've actually uh, been hired to consult on a couple of projects that are single-use assets. So historically, 2 million square feet of office and well-positioned assets that would work well to help not only pull in the local community, but also speak to how to drive that next wave of tenants and employers coming into the building. So with that, our goal is to remove any errands that need to be done on the weekends. So if we can allow people to basically have leisure time all Saturday, all Sunday, not have to worry about their groceries or dry cleaning or dog grooming or um, going to the dentist, you know, all of these services that are in your normal course of life, if we could offer that on property and allow people to regain their leisure time on the weekends, that's really what's going to differentiate a single um, use asset like an office complex to transform into a mixed use environment where you might have the opportunity to walk in in the morning, either drop your dog or your kid off at either doggy daycare or kid daycare, go in, get a couple hours done, you know, in the morning, but then order lunch in advance from the local cafe downstairs. And rather than going back up to your office in the afternoon, there's an outdoor workspace that you can go to. And then you put your laptop away, whether in your backpack or walk it back to your apartment or condo, and then join your friends for cocktails or live music Mm -hmm. or improv in the park. So really creating a sense of place, not only for the immediate surrounding residential community, but also for the folks that want to work there. And I, I find more and more, we're going to start transitioning into a 15 minute city where all of your needs can be taken care of within a 15 minutes transportation time. That's fantastic. You know, I think back in the day when I worked in an office building and you walked in and there was the, you know, million year old cafeteria that served, you know, the food was okay, was fine, but that was really it. That was all that was in the building, you know, no coffee shop, no gift shop, certainly no dry cleaner. And and I love your thought of everything being right there so that you have your weekends free. And, and you look at the trends in residential real estate, everybody wants what we call that lock and leave lifestyle. So when they leave their house, they can leave their house. They don't have any maintenance. They don't have any yard work. They don't have any weekend chores. So I guess, you know, extending that to the office and giving them a reason really to come into the office because they can get other things done really helps people to 
um, you know, be more efficient and have more free time. I think that's what we all want, right? Yeah. The, the chance to reclaim more time. Right. That way we can enjoy more of those fun places where we can sit and eat and talk and socialize. Well, I know you're involved with a really cool project, speaking of socialize and eating and sitting and talking, and Norcross. Let's talk a little bit about the South End. Um, how's that coming along and what are the components there? Absolutely. It's coming along very nicely. I'm, um, I'm really enjoying working with the, the local owners that are focused on making this a fit for the community. I think, unfortunately, a lot of times developers come in with deep pockets. They buy, they build, and then within three years, they're out of there. Or sometimes they're out of there before they've even gone vertical on construction. Um, the team behind Norcross are three local owners who've been in real estate for about 80 years collectively. And they see this as an opportunity to speak to the community, give them what is missing, and they're long-term holders. So our approach in regards to the marketing and leasing strategy has been a little bit unique because it's all for us finding the right partners mm -hmm. that we want to support. We know we'll speak to the community. And in doing that, we will then be speaking to the community. So to date, we have Rose and Hemp engaged, and they're a um, husband and wife team that started in Stone Mountain and opened Norcross as their second location. Um, they do an amazing job in offering um, a boutique-style experience there. And then opening in the, uh, gosh, opening in the very near future, we've got Butter and Cream, which started in Decatur, woman-owned, and then Refuge Coffee, also woman-owned, started in Clarkston. And so those, I think, kind of set the tone for what's happening on the street and starting to pull folks a little bit further south um, across Holcomb Bridge, which historically has not been the place where people go. Everyone's gathering north of Holcomb Bridge. Uh, and so it's nice to see some new life in the area and to, again, pull people a little bit further south. But in addition to that, the next announcement that we're likely to make is either a brewery or distillery. Uh, the building will be brand new construction. And it will be in the back of the project, but it's really there to kind of be that beacon where folks look in from South Peachtree and you mm -hmm. see that brewery distillery. And then another piece that we should be announcing soon is a micro food hall, uh, highly likely to have a barbecue component. So offering kind of the food to balance out the, the drinks and the uh, and the cocktails. So those hopefully will be announced before the end of the year. And in addition to that, it's open container. We've got a stage. We've got a group that's going to be activating the stage for story time, for improv, for live music. Uh, one of the, the wish list items that has been um, asked by the community of us is breakfast mm. and perhaps date night um, dinner experience. So we are focused right now on finding a, a breakfast, lunch, brunch spot that we can have the open patio and maybe live jazz on Saturdays Yum, and Sundays. Fun. So yeah, no, it's been a beautiful project to work on and I'm, I'm so excited to see it come together. Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs.
Well, I imagine that some of our listeners are wondering how they can work with you. So do you work mainly with building or property owners or restaurateurs or retailers or who should come with you, you know, come to you and how does that work? Yeah, no, great question. So we are, I think, you know, we cover all sides of the retail environment. We represent, and and that's really my bread and butter for the last, you know, 16 years has been focused on restaurant tours. I have a soft spot in my heart for, um, you know, mom and pop shops and emerging brands, um, specifically the ones that start in the Southeast. And so some of our success stories recently are Nana's Chicken and Waffles, who we met after she had opened her first location in Conyers. And she had, you know, amazing accolades. She'd been on Food Network multiple times. And we said, Kelly, you were voted best brunch in Atlanta, but you're not even in Atlanta. We need to get you into Atlanta. How do we do that? So we went and we opened up our aerial book and we said, Kelly, I've had a chance to secret shop you. Your team loves you. We are excited to be working with you. We should look here, here, and here. And she said afterwards, she said, immediately, you just jumped on it and you said, we, and this I knew was a long partnership and that you were very vested in our relationship and you wanted to see us grow. So we're very excited. Later this year, we'll be opening uh, Nana's Chicken and Waffles in McDonough. So one side of the business is restaurants, shops, entertainment facilities, and then to balance it out, um, the knowledge that we have garnered over the last 20 years and working with operators is imperative for landlords and developers to know about. So South End Norcross, for example, we work with developers who doing relatively small to medium-sized projects, again, focused on adaptive reuse, main street, and urban, again, offering places where people are going to gather. Uh, another project that we've been engaged on is uh, we're still working on the branding. Actually, I've got a call later today to discuss that, but there is a project in uh, Chambly called we're going to call it the silos just for the time being. Um, but it is the former Manapro facility where deer feed was stored mm-hmm. and then bagged. And the building in itself is just absolutely amazing because it's got a structure that's there from the early 1900s. And at one point it was a military base and folks, you know, were, were there to kind of go out into the, the neighborhood um, from that spot. So it's got a great story and um, a great structure to work with because the tower that's on the building today is a structure that would never be approved to be built because mm-hmm. you've got Peachtree to Cav right next door. So to see that project transform, and I- I'm so excited, uh, we're going to be you know launching this month in starting to market and tell the story. We're waiting on a couple of construction numbers to come back, but ideally we're outfitting that with retail, restaurants, entertainment, and creative loft office. But the tower that's there, we are planning a rooftop bar. So awesome. Of the city. Yeah. um, Seeing the planes come in, you've got Marta right next door. You've got uh, Norfolk Southern right there. So it's it's a beautiful visual that would not be able to be created today, but is, is there because of the adaptive reuse and being grandfathered in. So we're very excited to be working on that project. So really, I think for us, the sweet spot in working with owners and developers is anywhere from, you know, a thousand square feet up to about a hundred, a hundred thousand square feet where we can create a destination focused on retail with service, 
restaurants, entertainment, and again, creating an environment where we bring people together. Amazing. What a fun project. I can't wait to hear more about that one. I can't wait to go to the rooftop and sit there and eat and have a beverage and watch the planes and watch the trains. And, you know, so let's just say a, a restaurant owner comes to you and says, I'm looking for your for a space. Would you just, you know, put them in a strip mall or what, you know, kind of what's your thought process there? Talk us through that. Absolutely. So we are very intentional in regards to who we work with. And I love, of course, getting warm recommendations from either existing clients or other professionals that we work with. We typically secret shop all of our clients before we opt to engage with them because we want to ensure that we are going to be successful in finding them a space. But one of the other things that sets us apart is once we do decide to engage with you, we are very detailed and thorough in regards to our process for onboarding in that, especially if it's a first-time operator, they don't have an existing space or even has an existing space, but we need to help kind of transform the story that we're telling to a potential landlord or owner. And so we go through the process of building a brand book with all of our restaurant clients to ensure that the landlords that we're talking to understand, you know, where has this brand been? where are they looking to go, why they're looking to expand into this other, you know, part of the city and really telling the story that the landlords are looking for. But it also helps the landlords then go back to their lender to say, hey, you know, yes, I am deciding to work with this emerging brand, but look at what they've done so far, look at what they're capable of. And so we like to balance, um, you know, certainly national credit tenants are great, but a lot of the projects that we work on are more local oriented. And so having this beautiful balance of working with the restaurant tours that are either existing or about to be emerging is a beautiful parallel path over to the landlords and developers that we work with as well. So much fun. Well, I know that you've spoken a lot about women in real estate and you speak to a lot of, of women in real estate groups. Talk about advice. You know, what advice do you have for a young woman who's interested in getting into the commercial real estate space? Absolutely. So it's um it's tough, right? When you get your license, they don't really expand too much about commercial real estate. It is very focused on residential. And I, that's exactly how I started is I started in residential and I quickly realized I have much less control over what perhaps the the wife wants, what the husband wants, what's on the market, what they can afford. Whereas on commercial, I have a little bit more control and greater market knowledge to share with our mm-hmm. with our folks. So really having a mentor is is what I highly advise and and how I got into the industry. Having a mentor is definitely important. Um, so what haven't I asked you today that you'd like to share with our audience? I think going back to your last question, one of the things that I've tried to do um, and to help support more folks coming into the industry is I've hosted an event for women in retail real estate. I've done it about once a year, but I'm, I'm thinking about expanding it because it's just been great to get everyone together and step outside of, I think, the, the everyday. And it's fascinating, I think, also the the deals that come from it. And so I think either new folks coming into the industry or folks that have been in the industry for about a year, it was it was a tough year last couple of years because, you know, deals just slowed down. There wasn't as much development and there's a lot of new fresh faces that 
I want to help ensure that these folks are connected, or if they're looking to get into the industry, help connect them with folks that we know are uh, looking to grow and mentor others. Yeah, that's fantastic, because we all know that the future is whoever we mentor today. So building that future. So thank you for your part and what you're doing there. Well, where can listeners go to get more information on you and Tara Alma? We are all over social. Uh, That's one of the things I think that differentiates us. I love to showcase not only our current clients, but also speak to potential new clients um, all throughout uh, the various channels. So whether it's our website, which is terraalma.com, and that is T-E-R-R-A-A-L-M-A.com. We're on Instagram under Tara Alma, as well as LinkedIn. And we're, we're working on starting up some TikTok. We have fun. We just did a photo shoot recently with our team and uh, love to share a little bit of the behind the scenes of how we operate. Oh, good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being on today's show. Um, it's been fascinating learning more about you and Tara Alma. And with that, I'm going to say that's a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio, all about real estate edition. Um, I'd like to thank Edie Weintraub with Tara Alma for being my guest today in studio. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and give us a positive rating and review. If you're looking for more news on real estate, then please visit atlantarealestateforum.com. And while there, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. Um, We're on all the social sites as well. So please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, reach out to me, Carol at Denim Marketing. And with that, thank you for listening. I look forward to seeing you right here again next week. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog, and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio Show.